morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees. You are tuned in to 7 to 9 a.m. It is 7 p.m. We're going to be with you guys until 8 o'clock. I am joined in the studio with a blessed crew of people. I have Inga Stoffel. She's fantastic. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Yes, and we also have a very fantastic guest that I'm really, really excited for you guys to get to know a little bit more about. We have the Kirtley in the studio. How are you doing? Now I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking, man. <laughs> I'm so glad, glad about that. Oh my goodness, you guys, this heat. I'm not even going to call it weather because it was just heat this past But weekend. you always say we bring the heat. Yes. And now do. that it's here. K-Town was like, I have competition and mm-hmm. I need to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they had no hope bars held back. I, he- I heard that Saturday was the hottest day recorded in Cape Town's history. I don't know how true that is, but that's just what I heard. Because it was like 43 degrees or so. It felt yeah, like 50 yeah. degrees. I saw a lot of pictures that said it's going to yeah. feel like 50. Yes. But luckily I wasn't in the Western Cape. So. Oh my gosh. Where did yeah. tell us you were out just literally chilling? All my Eastern Cape people just sent me an SMS. That's 0817291657. We are actually joined in studio by a Eastern Caper. Oh but wow. But we will hear more about that in the interview section of the show. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town! Now we are in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show, and you already know what I'm about to do. I have three very fun things packed out for you guys that you might be able to do if you live in the Cape Town area with a focus this week on the Cape Point area, because I believe I did that last week, and Mm. I I went back and found even more fun things to do besides all the beaches. It's a pretty cool place. So here's the first one, to go to the Cape of Good Hope, one of Cape Town's most populous tourist and destinations. The Cape of Good Hope also happens to be a spectacularly scenic picnic spot with a wide variety of hiking and cycling trails around it. A steep wooden staircase leads to the lookout point, which has a 360-degree views, well worth the climb. It is often said that the Cape of Good Hope is the most southernest point of Africa, which is actually not true. A that was an interesting fact, mm. because I think yeah. you mentioned it, I think, in the last week. Yeah. It's like, my whole life's a lie. <laughs> yeah. If you thought it was, then the actual most southernmost point of Africa is the Cape Algalis. Yeah. I think this is the most southwestern point, though. Mm. Yes. Next is to go coastal foraging. Now, coastal foraging expert... Roshana Gray hosts a series of courses across the peninsula aimed at learning and exploring and sustainably foraging the unique ingredients that abound in our oceans. The felt and the sea course has all over the beach. You can dive into freshwater tidal pools. You can go hunting for edible seaweed and mussels, various other gems. And once your bounty has been collected, you'll, he- you'll head to the felt and the sea classroom in Cape Point where you'll help prepare a beautiful outdoor lunch. You'll also get to enjoy some rejuvenating benefits of a seaweed face mask in between your meal prep, which is nice, which is actually a nice health tip. Before I, you know, commit to that, can you give us the price? (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) This one is just for people with the deep pockets because it's 800 rand per person. If you do have 800 rand to spare, you can call 072-234-4804 to make a booking. You can find it in the Good Hope Gardens Nursery, Plateau Road in Cape Point. Then the last one, well, the next one is actually Platbuam Beach, which is Afrikaans for flat tree, for those of you who don't speak 
myself included. Let's just, let's just double check. Thirdly, <laughs> is that true? Um, I don't know. To be honest <laughs> with you guys, I really, really don't know. Oh. We're gonna have to get some Google Translate up <laughs> yeah, in here. Yeah, that's what's going over here. <laughs> yes. So it is perhaps the wildest, most unspoiled beach in the national park. It has coastal views and it's abundantly filled with flora and fauna, including the occasional ostrich and baboon. The wide expanses of land and sand is hardly deserted, making it one of the Cape Town's most unique places, actually. Yeah, it sounds like a really fun place. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's been an issue just, with my notes. Just a little quickly. ad break. Platboom. It says English word for platboom is payment. Payment? But, 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 I see here uh, that... As I typed it in, it said language detected was Sheik. Sheik? So now I changed it back to Afrikaans, and the English translation for platform is indeed flat tree. Oh, thank mm. you for believing in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know that it is actually hidden some 4.9 kilometers from the heart of the Cape Point National Park, and access runs across the Dias Cross, and visitors are recommended to take the hike from Khift Komuki, which I'm not even going to try and translate you into English. You are doing English. very well tonight, so Ooh, I don't very feel well. so. Ah, the last one, but certainly not the least, is to explore the West Coast National Park. Now, if you want to experience the raw, authentic, outdoor side of the Western Cape, the vast West Coast National Park is where you should do it. In addition to endless natural beauties, the area boasts a string of secret beaches, two of which are must-visits, Kral Bay and Priekstool. I will not translate those either. Priekstool. <laughs> <laughs> Pre- that, it, sounds, it sounds correct, though. I'm just guessing over here. <laughs> Let's not put chic in this, in case wherever that language comes from. <laughs> but yeah, the dreamy turquoise stretch of land from Kral Bay forms a part of a Zone A, a multifunctional section of Langaban Lagoon where visitors can enjoy everything from kite surfing to water skiing to fishing, kayaking, snorkeling, supping, boating, and of course... Swimming in an amazingly still, crystal clear water. This place is seemingly open all week from 7 to 7. Entry costs about 100 rand for adults, 50 rand for children. However, it seems South Africans with original IDs pay 66 rand for adults and 33 rand for children. Foreign nationals will pay, you know, 100 rand and 50 rand. You can find it in between Yaisafontein and Langaban on the R27. Awesome. I just mm-hmm. want to ask Kurtley, is it Yezefontein or Azefontein? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think it's Azefontein. Mm, I'm going yeah. to have to go with Aze. Mm. But you did really well, Zoe. Yeah. You did so well. Round of applause for you. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. So we are joined in studio by Mr. Kurtley Pitt. So just to give you guys a little bit on Kurtley... Kurtley is from the Eastern Cape. He will elaborate on that himself. And he is joining us here today to just speak about his journey. But I'm not going to say a lot because I always give things away. So, Kurtley, welcome from us. Good evening and welcome. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure being here with you guys. And, yeah, it's going to be fun, guys. It's going to be fun. Now, that you see, that's the enthusiasm I like. <laughs> Eastern Cape enthusiasm, you know. <laughs> Speaking of, I wanted to say, I hear your accent. Kurtley, can you tell us a little bit about where you are from? Where exactly are you from? So, I'm from Craddock in the Eastern Cape. Oh, it's a wow. small town. Yeah, mm. it's about, I think, 120 k from Queenstown, if you know where that is. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. 
It's like a triangle. It's Queenstown, Craddock, and Cramestown. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But not mm. a lot of people know where Craddock mm. is exactly. Usually when I try and explain Craddock, because I myself have family in Craddock. Mm. Mm. And at the end of this interview, I'm going to give you guys a mind-blowing fact. So I myself have family in Craddock. And whenever I explain it, I tell people, don't worry, Craddock is a place you drive through. It's not a place you stop <laughs> unless you're going there for somebody. So, Kirtley, what is it that you studied or what is it that you do? Okay, before I tell you guys that, actually when people ask me in Cape Town, where are you from? And I tell them that I'm from Craddock. They mm. don't know where it is. <laughs> and I just say, nah, it's in PE. But yeah. guys, I yeah. just want to make this clear. It's not in PE. It's like 300 kilometers from PE. My so, goodness. yep, Platteland Sienki. Oh, wow. Platteland Sienki. Yep. That means flatland boy. <laughs> flatland. <laughs> don't worry, I got the Google Translate right out here. <laughs> Direct translation. <laughs> So, Kirtley, what is it that you are studying at this moment, or what have you studied? Yep, I studied um, acting for camera at City Varsity. Uh, I finished in 2020. Oh, wow. Yep. I am basically a lockdown graduate. (laughs) (laughs) A lockdown graduate, so I need to give you guys a round of applause, because Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine, or can't even begin to imagine how it must be, you know, still continuing doing what you're doing and it's mm. like heavy lockdowns and yeah. things are just happening. Yeah. yeah. So I'd like to ask, was this your first choice of study? Yes, definitely. It's my everything. It's my bread and butter. It's, mm. you know, so it was definitely my first choice. And not since the beginning though. So to give you a short snippet of my life. So I wanted to become a rugby player first. And yeah. then um, I went to PE, tried rugby out there, came to Selen Bosch, tried rugby out here. And then God was like, hey, you know what? You are actually an actor, man. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And yes. then because of my disappointment in rugby, I started to write stuff how I feel, you know? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then I told my friend, look here, I want to share this with people, man. You know what I mean? I want people mm. to, um, what's the word? Is it resonate? Yeah. With me? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's, that's how it started. Sure. Mm. And you know that it always comes from a place of when you, when you're feeling, down or when you're feeling low then it's always mm. like then god says this is what i want you to do mm. and you've taken that step because many people i i remember when i said i want to be an actor many people look at you almost like and then what's your real job gonna be mm. you're gonna be an actor. you know almost yeah. like that's a part-time hobby mm. yeah so uh. before we get into that again i wanted to ask how did you know that that is what you wanted to do i wanted to use my pain to um, I wanted to put people in my shoes mm. and I wanted to, you know, share my experiences with yeah. people through my craft mm. and my craft is created yes. by mm. my pain or was it through mm. my pain? Pain you know? for purpose. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So yeah, that's, that's the thing, man. I just wanted to use my pain to tell stories. Mm. Because there might be people going through the same thing, you know, or in that phase of their life at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I might save someone as well. Yeah. You never know. It's such a beautiful thing to see yourself Mm -hmm. in literature, to really relate to the person that you see on screen or even in the book that you're reading. Mm. So you are currently on a show called Orange Flair. Yes, 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 sir. (laughs) Thank you. Why did I say so? (laughs) 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 It's... (laughs) <laughs> it's so chill. Oh my word. Oh my goodness. It's so fun. <laughs> we have so fun sorry. in the studio. We have fun in yep. the studio. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your role on RN's play? 
So, my character's name is Joshua Meyer, and I'm basically the bully of the school. Oh, wow. So, I take your lunch and you know, I push you around and <laughs> make me do <laughs> all your of that homework. Bully stuff. So, yeah. is, that, is that easy for you or difficult? It just felt natural, didn't it? <laughs> no, I'm actually, I, I'm actually a softie. I, mm. I don't, I don't look soft, but mm. I am actually a softie. So, yeah, it's mm. not, not easy for me. And that's actually what I want to go into next. Like, mm. how was it finding and, you know, crafting this character? Because they give you a page, they give you paper, they give you a couple of lines on what the character should be. But how was it for you really getting into Joshua Meyer's mind mm. and really forming Joshua? Bringing him alive, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, for me, um, I went to an all-boys school, so mm. there was a lot of bullying happening there. Mm. So, first of all, I... I was bullied because of my color. I went to a, a mm. st- like, you know, a, a white school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Afrikaans white uh, school, mm-hmm. you know, poor Yankees. Um, so, yeah. And then I just decided, you know what? I'm going to be friends with the big boys. I became friends you with, want the to with the big boys. You, you want, want to bamba. bamba. You want to bamba. with them. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I just need to bamba with the big boys. You know what yes. I mean? And I started bambaing with the big boys. And mm. I started to become like... The bully. Mm. They used to send me to do stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, and if I don't do it, then obviously they will, you know, bully me verbally. Yeah. Not physically, verbally. Yeah. Mm. But then I also, ah, it's so, so bad to say, but I also used to bully people physically. Mm. And I really want to motivate people, don't do that. That's yeah. just killing the other person's yeah. mental, physical, spiritual health. You know mm. what I mean? That's literally, yes. bullying is the downfall Mm-hmm. Um, in schools nowadays, yes. yeah, I feel like. And I mean, I feel like nowadays there's also much more than just the physical and the emotional. Because now mm. social media is big, so cyberbullying is a big thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So there's mm-hmm. different, if not the biggest. Yes, there's yeah. different streams of bullying right now, yeah. which is which is terrible. Mm. And I also feel like in the societies we live in, a lot of people often don't even realize that. Or maybe they do realize and they're turning a blind eye, but mm. they don't, mm. or maybe they just aren't able to empathize with people. But yeah. it's just always important to treat people how you would want to be treated before yes. you do something mean. Just think to yourself, exactly. if this, mm. if they did this to me, how would I how feel? Would I feel? Yeah. yeah. Because maybe it's a joke to you. Maybe you sincerely think it is, but mm. after a while, it, it's not funny. Mm. <laughs> you're the only one you're laughing. Just, you're just mean. Yeah. yeah. And I also feel like it's, Mm. It's kind of like an image thing for the bully. Yes. Oh my he wants goodness. to, he's hiding behind this mask. Mm. Yes. So now when he puts this mask on, he just wants attention. He yes. wants to be the yeah. center of attention. Yes. Because mm. that's the only thing that makes yeah. him feel mm. better about himself. You mm. know what I mean? It makes him feel so, bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the problem lies with the bully itself yeah. but most of the times the victim feels like you know the problem lies yeah. with them and that's mm. that's where depression mm. comes in anxiety yeah, sure. and you don't know what's happening in someone else's house so true you know what i mean now yeah. you come with this words just bulleting the person mm. and yeah. you know breaking the person down and sure. yeah that's just and i think you know it's that. it's so nice <laughs> hearing this from a former bully <laughs> you know but like um you see how that and what you went through back then and how it ties into the character you need to play now. Yeah. So yes. you can get into it, but you also know further than 
just the bullying. Yeah. You yes. know the behind the scenes of the bullying. Mm. And I think that's also what gives your character such good like flesh, gives mm. the character more meat, you know? Yeah. So I would just like to know that what are some of the challenges that come with being a Christian in the industry? Yo, so personally for me, I feel like it was God's plan to put me mm. um, in Orange play as Joshua Meyer yeah. because I experienced all of that. But in the acting industry, you know, yo, it's wild. People, they do a lot of stuff, man, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. going wild, partying, mm-hmm. drinking and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would say as a Christian, you must just be composed and you must just remember your principles, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. remember your values. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where your faith gets tested hardcore, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, you must just be strong and be firm in what you believe in. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah, so it's a lot of, um, what do you call it now, Uh, temptations. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like drugs, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and easily accessible yeah. as well. Definitely, yes. definitely, yeah. definitely. I imagine so. Mm. The glamorous yeah. nature of that lifestyle, mm. or rather glamorous, because when you really look at those things like excessive partying, drinking mm. until your liver gives out, and doing all manner of illegal substances, mm. that's it's not actually fun. It's not good for your body. Mm. It's not good in the long run. Mm. It's that pleasure for a moment. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool now. Yes. But then what about 20 years from mm. now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The long-term effects. Yeah. This just reminds you of something Inga said a couple of weeks ago about how when you are not standing for anything, you can fall for everything. That yeah. is so true. Mm. Yeah, you need that to have a, so true. a strong, firm foundation yeah. in what yep. you believe in, which is why it's so important to be... Very firm before you go into this industry as a Christian. Mm. Can, well, I'm obviously not on the industry, so I don't know. But I imagine it can be very difficult with mm. the temptations. Yeah. Yeah. You must obviously go into it with a strong mindset as well. Yes. You can't go with a weak you mindset. You to know who you are. You, mm. They are that. Yes. That, that. Does being in this industry in any way sometimes affect your faith, though? Um... Sometimes it does because mm. um, personally with um, booking jobs and stuff. Yeah. So you get into this space where you you don't feel good enough, man. You mm. know what I mean? Because yeah. in my acting career, there comes times where I get like a lot of auditions. Yes. So now I get six auditions in like in two weeks. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I don't get a call back for any of that six mm-hmm. auditions. And that's where you really question yourself and you're like, you know, is this really God's plan for me? Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Um, I'm not booking jobs. Where Where are you taking mm-hmm. me, God? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But then again, also, it's just all of this is just stuff that God uses to mm. build you. Yeah. You know what I mean? To yes. make yes. you strong. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Definitely. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking at where you are now, you know, knowing where... You came from and looking at where you are now and what you decided to study because you did say you tried a bit of things before you got to you mm, and mm. are there ever moments where you wish like you were doing something else mm. no <laughs> no <laughs> wow that's passion that, that no, has no, never. been the constant because yeah. never. when okay i'm just gonna update curtly two weeks for these past two weeks we've kind of been interviewing each other. Yes. Okay. So we've been speaking about her. So we're studying law. She's going to be a lawyer. She's in that industry. Ooh, Me, the entertainment. She's going to bow. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. 
So when I need rent, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Just kidding. eat it up and be so, like, you know. So one of the things that we've also said was we've never wished we were doing something else. Yeah. And that actually shows the passion. And yet mm. you say you mm. you actually in a space where you never actually at that moment of I wish I mm. wasn't doing this. Yeah. It's actually the best space to mm-hmm. be in. Yeah. Because it motivates you to work at it. Mm. And it's weird because. I really, really, I love rugby. I love soccer as well. Mm. Um, I'm a Man City supporter, just putting it out there. We're first in the log, boom. Me and Zoe um, don't know what that means, right? <laughs> I'm sure the other people know. <laughs> they know, they know. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I, I love, I, oh, that's what I thought because where I come from, they plant this perception in your head that sport is the only way out, you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm just glad that I can be that voice for my town. Yes. yes. That voice to show them that, hey, mm-hmm. you can flip and make it in the drama industry. You mm. can, you know, and not just the drama industry. You can do anything you put yeah. your mind to. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. There's no specific this, that, that. Yeah. Mm. No, you're definitely inspiring some of the smaller mm. people in Craddock who maybe don't think that there's any other way mm. out. Mm. And now they think, oh, you know, but I can't even play soccer. But they have <laughs> other avenues of getting out. Yes. And I also had a, I had a show now. Um, in December the 16th, um, back home. So I had a, mm. a talent show and then yeah. afterwards mm. I was, um, performing as well for the people. Yes. You're seeing the glow in the children's Aww. eyes and oh, seeing the talent in my town just showed me again that there's mm. more than, you know, mm. yes. what our people say. Yes. Yes. They, you know and what there I'm are trying big to things say? to be yeah. done, Kiradok, because yes. sometimes the saddest thing is letting a talent die. Yes. And having a talent show in Craddock was a great move because then you, like you said, you got to see the passion in their eyes when they were doing what they were mm. doing. Mm. But they don't know where to go to with this gift. Mm. Mm. So yeah. I think that's a real inspiration mm. from your side to the people in Craddock. Yeah. So I want, I would love to ask, you know, the question that everyone has maybe been asking, but has COVID in any way affected the industry or affected you in the industry you're definitely mm. again job wise mm. <laughs> you know i think you can relate on that one um yeah it really really <laughs> basically robbed us from jobs man yeah. you know what i mean especially the entertainment industry mm. yes. yeah and also um i was lucky enough to not be infected by the virus mm. ever Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Man. Evil. I'm the a survivor. Cra- the Craddock DNA. That, it's, you know. He just <laughs> built different, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm. I lost family members um, and, you know. My condolences. Yes. And f- and f- thank you, thank you, thank you. And friends and stuff. So, mm. yeah. Mm. So, we did kind of have like a sad Very impact true, on yeah. me. Mm. And on everyone also. Mm. And Yeah. Yeah. We just have to be strong and, you know, yeah. keep the faith once again, not yes. only in your mm. work, but yeah. COVID is definitely in life in general. Mm. Yeah. It's really opened eyes, you know. Yeah. Plunged us into interesting times, but I think that we are coming out stronger, you mm. know. Definitely. Unfortunately, no one said living in a pandemic in a panini press would be easy, but here we are every day mm. carrying on. I'd like to ask. And I think this is a very important one, especially for anyone okay, listening okay. from Craddock. Yes. But <laughs> is any for this one? <laughs> <laughs> is there any kind of advice that you would like 
to give to anyone listening out there who's perhaps studying acting or wants to go into that field? They don't even know where to start, where to begin, how to mm. enter. Do you have any advice in that regard? Yeah. First of all, um, just do it if you really, really want to yeah. be an actor. If you want to do it as something, if you just want to do it for the limelight or if you just want to do it, have your plan A. And mm. then you can do it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It can be your plan B, but you must have a plan A then. Mm. Yes. You can't just do that if you don't really, really want to do really it. Because the emotional battles that we're fighting, not getting jobs and stuff like mm. that, yeah. it's just your mind has to be strong for that. Yes. And the only way your mind's going to be strong for that is if you feel like you really want to do this because mm. you're always going to have that push i'm not going to give up i'm not going to give up because yes. this is something i really want to do yes. Yes. this is my passion you know what yes. i mean you so need that drive yeah yes. so if you feel like if you feel that then my advice would be go for it and just don't give up be consistent mm. you know mm. and yeah just be consistent and wait for god to open the door Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Mm. Thank you so much, Kirtley, for joining us this evening and for actually just leaving us on this high note, you know, yeah. and for encouraging those out there who might want to do it or who are looking into doing it. And mm. thank you for taking out your time to be with us in studio. Mm-hmm. This was really one of the, this was a, an amazing interview. Mm, it was. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I agree. It. <laughs> no, yes, especially the advice mm. and hearing more about Craddock. I feel like every other person I know has family in Craddock <laughs> at this point in time. I'm like, I didn't even know the town was that big. But <laughs> everything you said was so informative. And I'm yeah. really thankful that you came mm. on and also gave this advice, this great advice. Because mm. I feel like a lot of people, like you said, they just have stars in their eyes, you know. They've watched all, like, 20 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and they want that life, and they think it's very easy, and they don't have the mental, or maybe not the mental toughness, but they don't realize how much blood, sweat, and tears. It takes a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it does. To get to that level, Mm. it actually takes a lot. It takes a lot of grinding in the bottom to get to that level where you Mm -hmm. want to be. And you have to take a lot of knocks as well. You have to know how to take a knock. So true. (laughs) But it makes you so resilient. Yes, definitely. definitely. It makes you strong as well at the end of the day. Indeed. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. I will never ever disagree with that. Mm -hmm. Chocolates indeed are the true source of happiness. So today's happy health tips are happy health tips while fasting because we know Many churches and many people might be doing fasting at the beginning of the year. Yes. So I'm just going to give you five tips on staying healthy during the fast. Number one is stay hydrated. Yeah. People stay hydrated. In many of our health tips, we've had get rest and stay hydrated. So Mm -hmm. I feel like water is the key to everything. Literally. So it says mild hydration can result in fatigue, dry mouth, thirst, and headaches. So it is vital to drink enough fluid during a fast. Hmm. Number two, go for walks or meditate. So avoid eating on fast, avoiding eating on fast days can be difficult, especially when you are feeling bored. So I don't know about you, but I eat when I'm bored. 
Ah, yes. If I have nothing to do, I eat. No, it's an activity, bro. I make like, me something. <laughs> yeah, like the activity of making it eases the boredom. Eating it. Exactly. Thinking to yourself, mm, the flavor, it's bouncing off my tongue. Exactly. It's like... And then I have those days where I want to eat, mm. but I don't want to do the process of getting up and making oh, yeah. the food. Then and Uber Eats is calling your name, huh? Oh, even the waiting for that. Yeah, it's true. It's like an hour long. <laughs> Guys, I'm lazy. So, <laughs> as we said, meditate and go for walks so that you can distract yourself from the not eating part. <laughs> Number three, don't break fasts with a feast. And this is very important. Uh-huh. I know it can become tempting after a period of restriction to celebrate by eating a huge meal, but you can actually hurt yourself if you do that. Mm. You, By breaking your fast with a feast, you will leave yourself feeling bloated, feeling tired, like mm-hmm. overindulging. You literally did the most, and now you are doing a feast. No, mm. man. Come on. Mm. Number four, stop fasting if you feel unwell. Mm. That is an important one. So we know fasting is a personal thing and fasting is something that you are doing um, personally between you and God. Yes. But if you are feeling unwell, stop fasting. Because during a fast, Mm -hmm. you may feel tired, hungry and irritable. But if you ever feel unwell, just to keep yourself safe, especially if you are new to fasting, consider limiting your fast periods 24 hours or fewer and keeping a snack on hand in case you start to feel faint or ill. And the final one, keep exercise mild. Yeah. Guys, don't do the most when you're mm-hmm. fasting. It's like, not the time. <laughs> <laughs> some people find that they are able to maintain their regular exercise regimen while fasting. However, if you are new to fasting, please don't try this at home. <laughs> if you are not used to working out, don't think now that you're fasting you can do the most. Mm-hmm. Because you are only going to hurt yourself in the end. Exactly. So those are the five tips for keeping healthy during the fast. And before we go over into that next beautiful song, I believe Zoe has an answer for us on that Bible quiz. Indeed. So I asked you guys a question that formed a part of this week's mystery Bible quiz. It was a little bit different. The question went as follows. Who is the last mentioned figure in the bible i gave you guys a little clue but i was a bit stingy this week the answer to this question is actually and i don't think anyone would be too surprised but it's jesus in revelations 22 21 i'm just going to read it to you what it says it sounds it reads a bit like a prayer and it says the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you all amen so with you Aww. am i the only one that felt like you need to say and also with you that was beautiful that was beautiful zoe and i just got an sms in and from stellenbosch to the davids family we are keeping you guys in our prayers right here in studio and on the station we have you guys in our prayers davids family so just like that we've come to the end of another 180 degree show and remember i said i was going to give you a mind-blowing fact after the interview I have family in Craddock. Kurt wow. has family in Craddock. And the family is each other. He's my cousin, guys. Oh, my. <laughs> no. Oh. Not you even Zoe ever, knew that. I didn't. Like, when we were like, Craddock, I was like, what are the odds? But, nah. <laughs> and then Zoe's nah. still saying, the town is so big. I'm like, no, we are the family. We are the uh, family. <laughs> I was trying not to look at you there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So next we have Here We Stand by Christel and Henny Maritz. But as for now, this has been 180 Degrees. Signing out.